Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Blind Analysis. My name is Tommy Ray Valdez. Today, I want to continue with some more NFL discussions. Uh, I've already broken down all of the NFC conference, so now I want to get started on the AFC conference, and I'm going to start off with the AFC North. And I also want to talk a little more Seattle Mariners baseball. So uh, first, I'm going to start off with the AFC North division. Um, again, this is going to be another very exciting division in the NFL. Uh, you look at this division, and um, I think that this is going to be another wide-open division. All four of these teams um, can really have a, a very good season, um, and uh, it's going to be a really interesting. First team I want to talk about is last year's AFC North Division champions, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, they got off to an incredible start last season. They started out 11-0, and uh, but then really struggled down the stretch. They ended up losing five of their last six games, uh, and then they um, lost a very tough uh, playoff game uh, in the divisional round against um, their AFC North division rival opponents in the Cleveland Browns. Um, so you look at this Pittsburgh Steelers team, and there's a lot of good things to build on uh, offensively um, with their uh, starting quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, going into what might be his final season in the NFL. Uh, he's got some good weapons to throw the football to, uh, guys like um, Juju Smith-Schuster, who came back for another season. Um, they also have uh, Chase Claypool, um, who really uh, emerged last season, had a really good uh, rookie year. Uh, and uh, Deontay Johnson um, has really stepped up as well. Um, this will now be uh, his third year uh, with the Steelers. So um, good receivers to throw the football to. Um, and uh, I'm really interested in seeing how the running game is going to work out for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, last season, uh, they were last in uh, running the football. So uh, look for the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, to be more well-balanced this season uh, with the new uh, rookie running back that he drafted, Najee Harris. A um, lot of high expectations um, about this kid. Um, some people even say that he's going to be more productive um, in the running game and in the passing game than Le'Veon Bell was for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, um, you know, I think that's going to be really interesting. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers um, have a very good defense as well. Um, and I expect that to continue, um, you know, with guys like TJ Watt and, um, you know, uh, this defense is just loaded. Even without Bud Dupree, uh, they did lose Bud Dupree. He went over to the Tennessee Titans. Um, they do have Alex Highsmith, who took over uh, for uh, Bud Dupree uh, last season after he tore his ACL and really played well. Um, and now going into his second season, I think he's going to do a great job at that linebacker spot. And they also... Um, signed um, Melvin Ingram uh, just to get a little more depth at that position as well, coming over from the LA Chargers. So, um, like I said, this is a very good defense um, with a lot of good players on this defense, and um, I expect them to play well. Um, but I think the running game is what's going to be uh, the most important for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, last season, Ben Roethlisberger threw the ball 608 times, 608 pass attempts. Ben Roethlisberger, that's way too much. Uh, but I think with the addition of Najee Harris, um, you know, that's definitely going to uh, help uh, the Steelers' offense. And um, we'll see if they're able to be more well-balanced. And uh, we'll see if they can uh, get on a good run and um, 
you know, just continue to play good football throughout the whole season. So it should be interesting. Another team in this AFC North, the Cleveland Browns, um, they really made uh, some big strides last season offensively uh, with Baker Mayfield um, at the quarterback position, really stepped up and played well last season. Um, And uh, the Browns do a really good job of running the football uh, with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Uh, Nick Chubb just got a nice contract extension for the Cleveland Browns, a three-year, $36.6 million contract extension. So um, Browns are really happy to lock him up long-term. And, uh, of course, Odell Beckham Jr. coming back uh, to help out uh, this group of uh, receivers. Um, So Odell Beckham Jr. coming back healthy, uh, coming off of that torn ACL. Um, you know, Jarvis Landry is still there, hoping to have another big season for the Cleveland Browns. Um, so, um, you know, as long as uh, they could continue uh, to make strides offensively um, and Baker Mayfield um, can really uh, continue to do well uh, with the play action game. And, um, you know, if they can continue to run the football effectively with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, I think this Cleveland Browns offense will once again be very good. Um, and defensively, um, they made a big addition as well, adding Jadavian Clowney uh, to put on the other side of Miles Garrett. Uh, that's going to be a really good defensive line again for the Cleveland Browns. Um, and uh, I like their secondary as well. So, uh, you know, defensively, uh, the Browns are looking really good. Offensively, it looks like they're finally putting it all together. Um, and, uh, you know, I think they're going to be very tough to beat in this division as well. Uh, another team, the Baltimore Ravens. Um, really interesting team uh, with Lamar Jackson at quarterback. Um, you know, really does a good job of running the football. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens um, really do a good job of running the football, not only with Lamar Jackson as their quarterback, uh, but with J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards as well. Um, they really like to run the football. And, um, you know, I'm just really interested in seeing if Lamar Jackson will open up the passing game a little bit more. Uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, They have added a couple of um, really good receivers. Uh, They drafted Rashad Bateman. Um, He's a guy that they're expecting some big things from um, at the receiver position. And uh, they've also added Sammy Watkins uh, coming over in free agency from the Kansas City Chiefs. So, um, and to pair those guys up with uh, Marquise Brown as well. So uh, that gives the Ravens a really good group of receivers. So uh, we'll see if Lamar Jackson opens up the passing game a little more. Um, You know, it is amazing to see what Lamar Jackson can do running the football. Uh, But I think um, the main reason why the Ravens haven't really made a deep playoff run um, is because they're a little bit one-dimensional with their offense. So if they can open things up in the passing game, um, you know, I think uh, it's going to be really interesting. The Ravens always have a very good defense. Um, You know, with Calais Campbell, really helping out uh, running that defensive line. And they also just recently added Justin Houston uh, as well. So that's another very good pass rusher um, on this Ravens defense. And with uh, Marcus Peters um, really um, stepping up as the leader for that uh, secondary for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, you know, I know the, this Ravens defense, um, you know, they, they have some really big goals. Uh, Calais Campbell was on NFL Network the other day. And, um, you know, he was talking about how he believes that this Ravens defense could be the number one defense overall this year. So, um, you know, another very interesting team 
Um, and uh, they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. And finally, the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I'm really excited to see this Bengals offense uh, with Joe Burrow going into his second season, uh, coming off of uh, that torn ACL that he suffered um, during his rookie season. Um, Bengals are really hoping that he'll be healthy and ready to go for week one. Um, he's got some good uh, weapons at the receiver position. Looking at these guys, uh, Tyler Boyd coming back for another year. He had a very good year for the Bengals last year. Um, T. Higgins coming back for his second season. Um, you know, he's been a good weapon for the Bengals. Um, and they also added Jamar Chase, uh, who played with Joe Burrow um, over at LSU. So uh, there's already a really good connection there. Uh, that gives the Bengals three very good receivers. Um, and, um, you know, with, with these good weapons in the passing game, I think that's really going to open up things for uh, their starting running back, Joe Mixon, um, in the running game as well. So offensively, I think the Bengals uh, will be really good this season. Uh, defensively, um, you know, there are some question marks there. But, um, you know, I think the Bengals offensively can uh, can be good enough to possibly go toe-to-toe um, with all the rest of these um, AFC North opponents. So, um, you know, it should be interesting defensively. I still think they have a ways to go. Um, you know, I don't think that the Bengals will be a playoff team yet, um, but I definitely think they are making uh, strides in the right direction. Um, I'm really looking at these other three teams in the AFC North. Um, and, uh, you know, I think this division is wide open. Um but, um, you know, wow, who do I think is going to win this division? Uh, this is going to be a tough one, but I'm probably just going to go with um, the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, mainly because they have a lot of veterans on that team. Um, you know, uh, we'll see what happens with the Ravens and their offense, um, how they can open up that playbook a little bit more. Uh, the Browns, still a very young team. Um, like I said, they did beat the Steelers in the playoffs last year. Um but I think it, if this is the final year for Ben Roethlisberger, um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, he's really going to want to go out um, with a bang um, heading into retirement. So um, and if, if this is his last year, um, I really expect the Steelers uh, to really go out and play well. Mike Tomlin, their head coach, has never had a losing season. So um, I don't expect the Steelers uh, to have a losing season this year. So, um, I will go with the Steelers, uh, but you know, it's going to be interesting. Um, again, uh, I do think that, um, you know, this division can go, um, either way, uh, between the Steelers, Browns or the Ravens. Um, but for now, I'm just going to go with the Steelers and we'll just have to wait and see what happens. So uh, that's my thoughts on the AFC North. Now I want to talk a little Seattle Mariners baseball. I want to talk about this series between the Seattle Mariners and the Tampa Bay Rays. And I also want to get you guys ready for the upcoming series between the Seattle Mariners and the New York Yankees. Well, this was a really big, important series for the Mariners, um, taking on the Rays uh, after a very tough series against the Texas Rangers where the Mariners lose two out of the three games. Um, they really needed to bounce back in this series against the Rays. And uh, they did a really good job of doing that. In game one, um, Chris Flexen on the mound for the Mariners, Michael Waka on the mound for the Rays. And uh, the Mariners uh, really got off to a good start in this series offensively. Um, a big game by Ty France. Uh, he ends up driving in three runs in this game. He hits a big 
um, RBI uh, single and RBI double, and also a solo home run, his 11th home run of the season. Um, the Mariners also get two RBIs from Jake Fraley. He drives in a pair of runs uh, with an RBI base hit. Um, uh, Kyle Seeger um, also drives in a run for the Mariners. Um, and uh, Mariners end up putting up eight runs uh, in game one. Uh, they go on to win this game, a uh, final score of eight to two. A really impressive outing by Chris Fletzen. He does give up a solo home run to Randy Arozarena, um, but that was really his uh, only mistake. Um, the Rays also get another RBI um, on a ground out by uh, Brandon Lau, um, but the Mariners uh, really, uh, really play well in this game. Uh, they get some really good pitching by Chris Flexen, um, and also they get some really good pitching by their bullpen as well, um, and the Mariners take game one, final score of eight to two. Uh, game two, another uh, Really good pitching matchup. Yusei Kikuchi on the mound for the Mariners. Luis Patino on the mound for the Rays. Um, and the Mariners do a really good job of um, rising up the pitch count of Luis Patino. Um, he was over 50 pitches uh, after uh, two innings of work. Uh, Mariners did a really good job of being patient, uh, fouling off a lot of pitches. Um, and they eventually got some runs on the board in this game. Uh, Mariners put up. Um, Four runs uh, in this game. Um, Cal Raleigh drives in a pair of runs for the Mariners. Uh, and they also get a couple of solo home runs in this game. One by Abraham Toro, his third home run as a Mariner, his ninth home run of the season. He has continued um, to really be productive in this Mariners lineup. A really good pickup by the Mariners. Um, he's been a very good switch hitter uh, in this lineup for the Mariners. And he's done a really good job at second base as well. Um, and the Mariners also get a, another solo home run uh, by Jared Kelnick, uh, his fourth home run of the season. Uh, really looks like he's his bat is starting to heat up a little bit. Um, and uh, Mariners get some really good pitching by Yusei Kikuchi. Uh, he also gives up a solo home run to Randy Rosarina. Um, and um, uh, the Rays also get another run um, on an air by Jake Fraley on a ball put in play by Manuel Margot. Um, but uh, that would be all the Rays would get. Uh, they only get two runs. Um, Mariners bullpen does a really good job in this game. Um, good pitching by uh, Yusei Kikuchi uh, to pitch um, six innings uh, and turn things over to the bullpen. Um, Diego Castillo gets his first save as a Mariner, uh, his 15th save of the season against his former ball club in the Tampa Bay Rays. And uh, Mariners' bullpen does an incredible job again in this game. And the Mariners win this game, final score of 4-2. to two. Game 3, Logan Gilbert on the mound for the Mariners and Josh Fleming on the mound for the Rays. Um, and uh, um, Logan Gilbert uh, kind of struggled in this game uh, with his fastball command. Didn't really have his best stuff, uh, but he does manage to get through five innings. Uh, this Tampa Bay Rays lineup was very patient in this game. Uh, Logan Gilbert walked four batters. He struck out six batters, uh, but he battled to get through five innings. He ends up giving up three runs. A big two-run triple by Randy Arozarena. He had a very good series against the Mariners. Um, and uh, the Rays also got um, another run off of Logan Gilbert um, on a uh, sack fly. I think it was a sack fly. Um, and... Uh, 
a little bit later on in the game, uh, the Rays also got a solo home run by former Mariner Mike Zunino. Uh, the Mariners end up putting up three runs in this game. Um, they do get a, um, a sacrifice fly by Kyle Seeger for one run. Um, they also get an RBI base hit by J.P. Crawford. Um, and they also get um, another run on a wild pitch uh, to force in a run. Uh, but the Mariners fall a little bit short in this one. They just really couldn't get uh, to this Rays bullpen. And um, Mariners end up losing game three, final score of four to three. Uh, but the Rays um, win this final game. But the Mariners take two out of three in this series against the Rays. And uh, the Mariners, uh, their record improves to um, 58 and 51 on the season. Uh, Mariners, as of right now, uh, two games in back of the Oakland A's. Uh, we'll see um, what happens in the Oakland A's game tonight. Um, uh, also, the Mariners are um, getting ready to take on the New York Yankees for a big four-game series. Um, after today, uh, Mariners and Yankees are currently tied um, right behind the Oakland A's in the standings for that second wild card spot. But um, um, we'll see what happens with the Yankees game a little bit later on tonight against the Orioles. Uh, this is going to be a very big four-game series between the Mariners and the Yankees. Uh, Yankees, uh, with already a very um, powerful hitting lineup, they added to that uh, before the trade dead le- deadline. Uh, they add um, Anthony Rizzo coming over from the, the Chicago Cubs. And uh, they also add Joey Gallo coming over from the Texas Rangers as well. So um, that really balances out the New York Yankees lineup a little bit more. Um, So that's another couple of big hitters in that Yankees lineup for the Mariners to worry about, along with Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton, uh, DJ LeMayhew, um, you know, just really good hitters, uh, Gio Urshela. um, You know, this Yankees lineup is loaded. Um, They also add... Andrew Heaney to their starting rotation as well um, in a trade coming over from the LA Angels. So um, should be a very big series uh, with these, these two teams battling for a wild card spot. So uh, should be a lot of fun. Um, you know, the Mariners are going to have to score early in this series against New York Yankees in New York. Uh, no lead is safe there. So um, Mariners are going to have to score early, score often. And, um, you know, I think the winner of this series is going to come down to the bullpens, uh, which bullpen will pitch better. Um, you know, it's going to come down to starting pitching as well. Um, but uh, both of these teams have very good bullpens. Uh, they both have some pretty good starting pitching as well. Um, so Mariners are really going to have to um, continue to get their offense going in this series. And uh, it should be a lot of fun to watch. So I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, continuing these games here down the stretch. Uh, we'll see what happens. So uh, that's my thoughts on the Mariners. Um, now I just want to leave you guys with a quick Bible verse before I go from the book of Psalms, chapter 117, verse 2. And it says, The Lord listens to the prayers of the destitute. He will not reject their pleas. This is an incredible reminder to continue to pray to God, continue to Ask God for help um, if you're in a tough situation right now. Um, You know, God wants to answer your prayers. Um, You know, God just wants you to trust him, believe in him. And, um, you know, just watch God go to work in your life and do incredible things. um, And know that God loves you. Uh, God 
is our heavenly father and he loves us. And, um, you know, God wants to answer our prayers in a miraculous way. It may not be um, in the way that we want to, but God truly knows what's best for us. And, um, you know, he will do incredible things for us in his perfect will and in his perfect timing. Um, just always trust in the God and know that um, he has the best in store for you. So I just want to leave you guys with that today. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you guys. Go Mariners.